episode of the Mixed Witches podcast. I have a little bit of mush mouth, so bear with me. Bro, the day this episode comes out. What are you about to say? I'm trying to collect my thoughts. I'm doing, my topic is the new moon. You go first, but that's my topic. I literally did the full moon on this date last year. Oh, what the, how do you manage that? Crazy. How did you manage that, Mary? Well, I'm magic. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? Yeah. Anyway, that was just weird. I was just like, huh. I just took a gander and I was like, hold on. No, wait a second. Had an inkling things were more hunky, like hinky than you thought. And they were. Seriously. Well, my topic goes along with your topic in a sense. So, which is why I, I set it up this way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because originally this was going to be for last week's episode, but then I saw what your topics were, and I was like, you know what? We can switch around. We can switch around some episodes. Do a switcheroo. So, anyways, mine is a conversation topic, which we haven't done for a long time. I I don't actually remember the last one. I know you were saying something about, um, like, finding yourself being one of the last ones, but I don't remember. It was a while ago. I would, well, I would qualify, like, do, us doing the meditation one instead oh. of, like, conversation ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, the um, anniversary episode. Oh, yeah. I guess that would be the last one. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't really... Well, I guess it kind of was a conversation topic, but it we were kind of just going. Yeah, fair. Just kind of going on our way as we do. As as happens when people leave us alone to just fucking yammer at each other. To literally run our mouths. You know, we had to find somebody who could deal with it. (laughs) Each other. Yeah. (laughs) Might as well be each other. So, anyways. um, My topic is, like, where to start when you're brand new. Okay. Because I know we've talked about, like... Elaborate. Yeah. (laughs) I know we've talked about, like, um, different types of witches and crystal magic and like finding yourself and a bunch of different topics but I feel like we've never talked about where is a good place in our opinion to start when you're brand new because there's so much Uh, I still feel like 
feel like it, I'm definitely um, at the point of being a jack of all trades and I need to take like two to three giant steps back. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I feel like I'm not necessarily good at anything. Right, right, right. So like, you gotta, you gotta pick one for now, please, and get good at that. Right, which is kind of what I'm talking about because when you, if you don't have anybody there to like teach you, like you don't have a teacher, somebody who's been in the practice for a while, or like you just pick up books here and there, but you don't know which one is actually a really good one for beginners. Or if you, like me, picked up a book and then read what you wanted out of it, because I tend not... I tend not to read books straight through. I just pick and pick and choose when they're information books because I can't sit through. I can barely sit through my textbooks. I I don't I don't want to do that, but I have to. And that's why I can. But but yeah, that's what I'm trying to talk about today because um, as I've told you, somebody started talking to me and asking me questions because she's new and she doesn't have anybody basically anybody to talk to because her family is like super religious in a bad way <laughs> in, in a bad way to where they would get very extremely mad if they find out found out she was interested in witchcraft and like if they even found her tarot deck it would be a nightmare fair so she doesn't have anybody so she's in the closet she's in the broom closet she's in the broom closet when she's at home if she doesn't live at home, she's over 18. I don't remember how old her brother told me that she is. But she's over 18. And she's at home currently. But point being, she doesn't have anybody... As many of us are because of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, well, she hasn't started her next semester of college, which I think is why she's home. She's like on break or summer break or something. Point being, she doesn't have anybody to talk to. So he passed her passed her my info to talk to me. And one of her questions was, like, where is a good place to start? She told me everything she's been doing so far. Like, she's been reading about crystals. She's gotten a tarot deck. She's been working with the tarot deck. She's gotten a whole bunch of books, so on and so forth. And I was like, okay. Because it reminded me of us when we were just starting out, like, going full speed as fast as possible and yeah. missing some of the small things. That would, honestly, so, my... Well, first, first of all, I suppose, I, like, for you, for you specifically, guide her in the direction of your, of your basic episodes. Yeah, which is I what I did. I suggested the basic episodes. <laughs> well, I suggested when you. I when you covered the basics. Yeah, well, I suggested what I suggested to her was look into intuition. Um, did I say clearing? I don't remember. Anyways, like intuition, grounding, intention. What we talked about the basics. I did say this is where I think is a good place to start. Like. And she's listening to different podcasts, and we know how podcast goes, because even podcasts forget to talk about the basics, because they're already past that point. Or they never, like right. us, hit that point at the time. <laughs> and we had to backtrack. Yeah. 
And I was like, these are the things I think you should start with because these are going to be like, they're essentially foundational to any energetic work you're doing. Like you'll always see these in all kinds of books and like all over the place, any kind of magic, you always see grounding, centering, intention, intuition. You see all these different things, but they're never defined on what it feels like, how they work, so on and so forth. So it's like, yeah, this is a good place to start. And then I, and then to be more concrete, I was like, now what's like for substance sake, I guess, I was like, what I want you to think about is what you're actually interested in. Because when you first That's start what I was going to say. Yeah, when you first That's start out in witchcraft, say. I was like, when you first start out, it feels like you have to learn everything at once because you're so behind. And there's so much to learn about. And crystals are basically the thing that everybody gets into first because they're concrete. You can see them. Like, everybody talks about crystals, everybody in the witchy community talks about crystals, so that's what people think you should start with. And I was like, but if you don't feel drawn to crystals, I don't want you to sit there and work your way through crystals if you don't feel like they're doing, like, you don't feel um, a connection with crystals. I was like, (laughs) hold on, I was like getting my thoughts back in order. Uh, And I told her, I was like, think about the things that you're attracted to. So let's say you're not attracted to crystals, but you think tea magic is like super, super cool. Look into tea magic. If you read about um, a certain deity in a book and their name jumps out to you, follow the name. Maybe there will be something in there to research deeper. I was like, just follow the path of your your interest. Well, I suppose... I would say that's still even a little bit different. Like, um, I would say if I, if somebody had if somebody was of a specific culture or specific race, I'd actually say to start there. Like, if she were like if she happened to have been Native American, I would say we'll start there because your culture is probably going to teach you the basics, but in a way that is like. I don't want to say more palatable, but I guess I always feel like some things make more sense. Certain cultures are like, no, this is this is the thing. You're just like, oh. But like, not that you have to believe in like the certain deities or what have you, but I actually kind of feel like people who have a certain culture are like lucky. I guess that's no. the word I would use. Yeah. You're kind of like already off at a good jump because you kind of have... I have this thing. I feel like it's hard to not have a culture because it really feels like a shit ton of information. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have, like, a, a basis, like, a starting point, a yeah. focusing like point. like, if you're, right, if you're, like, Native American or if you are, like, Native, like, Mexican or if you're, like, if you are Irish or if you're Hawaiian, you already know where to start. I think that's where you should start. You don't have to stay there, but it seems easy, right? Because so, that's what I, because that's what I feel like as, as as an American and as a black person. I'm like, I don't know what kind of black I am, so I can't. It's like a hard sometimes to look at African stuff because I'm like, well, I don't know 
and I, I don't I still don't really know what kind of white I am so I'm like well I guess I'm left in the wind I'm an American fuck me I guess <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a typical American right but if you are like oh I'm, my family's like Vietnamese or Japanese it's like well that's why I think you should start but beyond that if you were like me you're lousy American <laughs> um, <laughs> um what was I going to say? I'd also maybe say, like, because I'm looking at my herbs, I would say also, too, this is, like, weird because I haven't done this, but maybe even your local stuff. I sometimes see, like, uh, witches talk about, like, wild crafting and, like, local fruit and local herbs and stuff, and I'm like, you know, honestly, there might be something to that. Because <laughs> it seems small. So... Right, so I was... Like, how that dude said he found the granite, like, I, in this area. He said all the stones he had was from this area. I'm like, bro, I never even thought to think of what our stones and, like, materials are in this area. Right. It never crossed my mind at all. Um, what I heard recently from somebody who works with, like, one of the big Greek deities is um, something that they said was, don't forget your folk magic mm -hmm. in all of, like, the big typical magic that you see around. Like, yeah. what he said, he was like, sometimes I think folk magic is more powerful, like your folk deities, your um, the deities that are attached to the land you're in, and stuff like that is more powerful than the, the deities that you're bringing in because they're not local, essentially. So... Which I kind of feel like is also hard as bumfuck-ass Americans, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the only thing that I know about her is the fact that she's Christian. Well, her family is Christian. I don't know if she follows that or what yet because I haven't talked to her a lot right given her I don't feel things. like that would be a bad place to start no I know it's it's ostracized but there is a lot of folk magic in Christianity that just gets glossed over by the general populace I think if she as you said she was feeling fearful if that is if that's a thing that gives her anxiety that might be the best place to start because you're not doing you're not buying a, a Ouija board and uh, having pentacles everywhere. It's already what you have and what you know. Right. You don't have to hide it because they'll just be like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm talking right. to, I'm venerating Archangel Michael. Right. So on and so forth. It also, it, speaking of, like, speaking of cultures, that also is kind of ties into that because if that is what your family believes and maybe that's even a familial thing, you may have a spiritual ally there. Hypothetically, angels are everyone's spiritual allies, whatever. But you know, hypothetically, you might stumble. You might stumble upon a spiritual ally there. Actually, you're like, oh shit, what up, friend? <laughs> <laughs> Ow, I punched myself. Oh my god, <laughs> Mary. It sort of reminds me of you talking about like Santeria and how you like discovered that familial link. And I'm just like, you may have, I mean, 
no spirit is off limit. So, which I think I've said to somebody recently. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say I said something like that to somebody recently. It might have been her, but I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember. Well, I think also we would be good examples of that because you and I are so, were so obsessed with Greek shit as kids that now that we're actually practicing witchcraft, that has not gone away. Right. <laughs> it, but it was a good place to kind of think. That was kind of where I backtracked because I was like, I just like Greek stuff. I'll start here. Right. Like starting with your starting with your interests instead of starting with what everybody puts forth as the as the starting point. I, what I said was like, witchcraft is super customizable. So you can take or leave whatever you want, essentially. Seriously. And that's the great thing. Like, Oh, I also like put out the example of solar witches versus lunar witches. I was like, it took a long time for me to realize that Yes, I get some energy from the moon, but most of it comes from the sun for me, which feels almost like a, a, a back, like several steps backwards because it's like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I had a thing saved. I don't have it saved anymore, but it was somebody, it was a, 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 a photo probably Instagram post but I didn't find it on Instagram where they were saying you know you can be a witch who casts spells or not you could be a witch who does astrology or not like you could be a witch who has herbs and stones or not and I'm just like I kind of it's almost like I want to have that like framed because it's so easy to forget that you don't have to do everything right it's you it, set up an altar or not or you could like have wands or not or bro you don't have to you don't have to do anything Right. You can have a mini altar that you carry around in your purse. <laughs> like, yes. literally anything is possible as long as you can imagine it. I think it's, it's still something I kind of not struggle with, but it, it, it's just like it is a little bit easy to kind of think like, well, this is what like you're supposed to do. So I'm going to do it. And I'm like, no, you don't have to do it. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Like if it doesn't feel right, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Well, also, I was just thinking, too, since we were just talking about things like astral projection and clairsentience, there may be things you're, like, inclined to. Right, right, right. If you were to be, like, thinking of you helping her, there could be some, like, key questions. Maybe not being like, oh, well, do you, like, astral project? Because, like, what if she doesn't know what that is? But, like, you could be like, well, you know, like we were talking, do you tend to sleepwalk a lot? Or maybe, like, do you tend to hear stuff? Or, like, maybe see if she's got anything she might be inclined to do you see shadow people since she may like be seeing spirits talk about a loaded question (laughs) oh my god scott (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness well even like thinking about my herbs it's like do you like to garden right you know do you like flowers like do you like to be outside speaking of the sun or the moon do you like going outside or are you a night owl do you like the night like there's certain things like i i feel like those are things i guess i don't even ask myself right and i should we all should seriously speaking of it's also important to remind her too that she doesn't have to believe in anything 
Yeah, that too. As we were sitting here talking about spirits, it's like, you also don't have to give a shit about spirits. You don't have to want to be anything with them. You don't want to, you don't have to do anything with them. Just say hi, spirits, and pass it, and keep it pushing. <laughs> hi, spirit. Hi. Hello. Just keep it pushing. Nice to see you. Thank you. Bye. Well, I was only thinking, because that's what you were talking about, that individual saying about the, the folk magic. That is what I think in terms of, besides, like, your local area, that is what I think in terms of culture, too, because that is where a lot of that is. Like, as I said, if you're Native American, your culture will already teach you about, like, smudging. Right. Or... Or if you're, you, like, are from a, a voodoo practice, then you'll be already yeah. teach, taught about, like, oils and stuff like that. Right. Florida water. Which I still think is, like, really cool, but I've never gotten any Florida water. I kind of want to make some on my own if I decide to use it. I've thought that, too. <laughs> I thought that, too. Be like, I'll just make it. I still remember the first time I learned about Florida water thinking, what does water from Florida have to do with anything? <laughs> Oh my god. Like a yeah. super silly beginner question. Well, that's an interesting. That made me think. I, was, I think I was going to say it. I was thinking of San Diego. I was like, you know, you could, like, do you like the ocean or swimming? Right. Like, what are what are the hobbies? Witch. Yeah. What are the hobbies you like to do? Do you feel, like, super connected to the ocean? Do you feel super connected to the city? <laughs> because There's there are city witches, and I feel like. We don't talk about city witches enough. I know. Well, you're, you're not a big city person. No, I hate the city. But... <laughs> I do. I do enjoy some city. But I, I feel but like be. that's one thing people forget about, and then you like you're a witch in the city, and you feel less because you're a witch in the city, and nobody talks about city witches. Well, I definitely feel like it's um, trendy... Even in the witch community, like cottage core, yeah, everybody wants to be in nature and have a garden and this and that. And it's like, what if, if you're straight up not interested in any of that? Like that is fine. That doesn't make you any less of a witch. Right. You literally, don't have to live in some village cottage on the outskirts of town. Yeah, just like being an empath witch. doesn't make you any any less of a witch, or not being an empath, or not being able to see spirits. It just makes you a different kind of witch. Right. All kinds of different um, paths and all kinds of different interests and. Although, and I, well, you said she. So I would say, based on where you just said she, she has. I actually, because myself, I would say like lean into the thing you're doing. If she's already like has an interest in tarot, like actually read up on that. Kind of don't gloss over it or don't like do like the simple part. Because I've even sometimes, like, I fully intend to do, like, tarot and, like, but I've actually kind of learned the history or what the images are supposed to be based off of, and there are mm -hmm. things that I'm like, oh, I never thought about it. Because I guess I never spent any time looking at those tarot cards. Right. <laughs> I know what they mean, sort of, kind of, but, like, I've never spent any time on tarot, and what is that? <laughs> what is the meaning behind that specific image? Why do we have this? 
Pourquoi? Or like even like us doing the whole in-depth astrology. Like something like lean into that thing if you're interested in it. Right. Because it might lead you to something else, I feel. Yeah, I guess anyway. like the biggest thing is if you're interested in it, learn more about it. But if you have no interest in it and you're going through the motions because you feel like that's the that's the thing to do, find something you're interested in. <laughs> How do I explain that better? I, I guess it's like, yeah, like you don't know you like or don't like something until you try it. But like listen to yourself the first time. Like if you don't like something, don't keep trying it. Yeah. <laughs> like don't waste your time trying to do something that everybody else does because you feel like you should like spend your time finding the things you're actually interested in so you can cultivate those things but mostly start with the energetic stuff because that stuff is going to come back to haunt you (laughs) well I was just about to say even something like when we talk about shadow work and things I feel like those to me it's like they're important but I will say that they're spiritual but not necessarily witchcraft those aren't required either. Right. Whether or not people think you should do them, they are not required. Because those are a little bit, like, outside of witchcraft itself, to me. Yeah, they're kind of in like the same, by proxy. In the, in the same, right, like, in the same way that it's like, you don't have to do yoga, and like we just said, you don't have to venerate spirits. That That's like the same realm to me. It's like, could you do it and it be witchcraft? Yes. Is it witchcraft on its own? No. Like, you don't have to do it. Whether or not I recommend you do it is another conversation. But you don't have to. Right. <laughs> but I was just thinking, funnily enough, I was like, you know, it's, it's actually kind of prime time to figure out your interests because Halloween is coming. Oh, yeah. Because there's going to be a lot of sh- just stuff. It's like <laughs> anything that catches your eye. You see a blanket with a whole bunch of pentacles on it. Girl. Cool. Listen to that. <laughs> Be like, why? Why do I like this? I'm very excited to see the witchy stuff coming out because I fully intend to buy things for myself and not for Halloween. Right. Like, for myself because I am witch. <laughs> <laughs> these are not decorations for me. These are, this is life. <laughs> it's not, just it's a not a phase. <laughs> we were both about to do the same thing. Fuck. <laughs> I still want a Ouija board, but I haven't bought one yet. Okay, well, Spirit Halloween is selling them. The 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 Halloween store? Oh. Yes. Mm. There's one I have saved on Pinterest. It's like a it's like a dark dark wood color, but I didn't buy it because um, I didn't want it to get here when I'm on leave. And not be able to pick it up. Mm. But I, that doesn't... Yeah. Doesn't stop me from wanting it. <laughs> or see, I think that'd be a good place to start, too. <laughs> Movies and things. Oh, we talk yeah. about them here. Practical magic. section of the pod. <laughs> about... But, I mean, reading comic books or reading Harry Potter and things like that is where we all started. It's like, what, what was it in there that, that got, that tickled you? Right. 
were like, did you really like the potions portion of Harry Potter? Right. Go ahead and look into, you know, oils and stuff like that. Or herbs. Right. <laughs> right. I agree. We were just sitting here talking about, like, mantis and astral projection. I'm sure somebody read that and went, yes. That. <laughs> yes, to that. Thank you. I will take that. <laughs> I would like one order of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people say you should start with the history. I don't disagree. I still haven't done it. I only, like, mildly disagree. Because... I mostly don't care about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I think it's important to learn the history, but I don't think you need to learn it all at once. Like, you can do it in spells. Like, like yeah. with some of the basic stuff we learned when we first got into it, and then you were just talking about Gerald Gardner, who is a big part of uh, the Wiccan practice, and then there's, of course, like, Aleister Crowley and all these other really important figures in paganism and witchcraft. But that stuff can, event like, come through eventually. Like, you don't have to learn it right here, right now. You need to be able to take a history test about paganism. Like, today, right now, history quiz. What? <laughs> I don't even remember well, when the Stamp like Act was enacted. I feel like that just ties to what I said previously about, like, I think you should start if you have a culture. You already know where to start. Because that would be your history. I don't think you have to learn the history of witchcraft, because if you're not a Wiccan, who gives a shit? Right. You don't care. That's why I'm hesitating. I do it for the pod. But personally, mm. <laughs> But it may behoove you to learn about, like, your culture and the, the actual history. I don't know why I feel the need to watch Moana now. Uh, because like, it's perfect. Well, when you said Moana, I thought Pocahontas. Well, just binge some Disney. You'll get somewhere. Like, did Moana tickle your fancy? Go ahead and look into Polynesian cultures. Literally. Which Disney movie were you, like, super, super attracted to as a kid? Because all of them have magic. Was it Atlantis like us? <laughs> Did you love Ariel? Look into, you know, sea witch, sea witch stuff. Oh. <laughs> oh, not Ursula, though. But, like, mermaids. Like, what, what, what gods and goddesses take the form of a mermaid? That could be a place to start. I mean, you're not allowed to not... You're, you, don't, you don't have to not like Ursula. Fair, 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 fair. She's 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 the villain of the movie, but like you can like kind of like her. She's got like big chaos witch energy, to be honest. <laughs> For she do. <laughs> or like that's another place to start. Like, look up different types of witches and what what type of witch jumps out at you? Solar witch, hedge witch, lunar witch, astral witch. Chaos Witch. witch. <laughs> right, there's so many different kinds, and that's also a good place to start because they have their foundational things. Like a kitchen witch is like herbal magic and kind of like homesteading magic. Yeah. 
But sometimes looking at stuff will tell you what you don't want. That that's true too. Because I fully I saw Kitchen Witch at first and I was just like, no, no, that's not that that ain't that ain't me, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> like weird aside though. That. Like I made um, rosemary water yesterday. Oh. And my little room smelled so good for like four <laughs> hours. <laughs> It's been a long time since I've made a water or oil or anything. I know, I miss making rose water, but... I do, too. They don't really sell roses here, so I don't get the... Like, I I can't buy enough roses to make rose water. But I made the rosemary water specifically to help... um, To help with hair, hair thickening and hair growth. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't make an oil with that in it, but I bought one mm. at the store. <laughs> it has rosemary in it. And I was like, oh, wow, witchcraft. <laughs> I'd like <laughs> I'd like to make some peppermint water, too, to be honest. I have a mint plant now. I know. I I'm so jealous. Yeah, she's a little bit um, droopy right now. Oh, is it's 115 degrees outside. Uh, no, it's actually 78. It's pretty moderate right now. Oh, that's nice. But it's late there. I was about to say, it's 11.53, so that's not great. <laughs> it's uh, it's but still almost 80 degrees, and it's almost midnight. <laughs> later, oh my god. And there's that fire. Oh, yeah. It's too much. Too much. My basil's looking pretty good, though. He's pretty strong. That's good. He's, He's like, nothing happy. can kill me. No, literally. Although the other day he was droopy and I was like, why you look like that? Don't look like that. Why you look? I, I was telling my dad, I was like, they look sad. <laughs> like, I know plants are living things, but, like, this is really a moment where they, they look living. Like, they look upset. <laughs> that it's hot as fuck outside. That they're they're thirsty. They're like, girl. Girl, same. (laughs) Could you please? (laughs) If I could get up and get my own water, I damn well would. I can't. (laughs) If I could grow (laughs) legs and walk over and get my own water, I would, but that would freak you out, so I don't. (laughs) I really would like if you did not do that. Thank you. Imagine. If I woke up... (laughs) You're weird, us talking about shadow people. If I woke up in the middle of the night, my plants were just walking across the floor. Rummaging around in the fridge. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks, ma'am. I can't. My mint, my mint plant, she's a little, like, testy. Yeah, that sounds like mint. <laughs> I just, I swear it's like, she's not thirsty, but she just looks like that. I'll be like, you're full. Why did you look droopy? Stop. Why are you angry? Is the tap water not good enough for you? (laughs) She's uppity. (laughs) That's funny. I was also 
telling my dad, I was like, I don't know if it's just me or if, like, someone's going to listen to this and go, no, girl, you're right. But they're fragrant, but I sometimes feel like, I guess I can tell when they, they have needs because they are less fragrant and a little bit smelly. Yeah. Because, like, they smell sad. <laughs> Not only do they look sad, they also smell sad. It's from, I was telling my dad about a TikTok I saw where someone did a time lapse of their plants. And I was like, you never think of plants moving, but they do. No, yeah, I, I love watching those videos because it's like, holy shit, I forget. All the time. They're, they're alive. They are living beings. Listen, they're not sentient. It's like the witch. They are alive. The witch in you comes out. Well, I mean... I remember reading a thing where it's like they they do think they like change where their roots go. They do they make decisions consciously, right, for their roots or their plants or what have you. And I'm like, I know it's so strange, plants, <laughs> plants, man. But I realized I was like, anytime they need water, it's like I can tell because they kind of smell like a little bit sad and then I water them and then they're like fragrant right I'm like huh hmm science and they get all droop and they get all droopy it's literally like they're just like hello can I get some water <laughs> can I get a waffle can I please get a waffle Of, I was about to say, I feel like my plants are not necessarily witchy for me. Mm-hmm. My intentions, my intentions was to have plants. I don't really intend to do anything with them. Right. I don't even really intend to eat them. But <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have plants and not have an intention for them, you can at least have plants that you could eat if you do tend to have an intention for them. <laughs> yeah. I guess I just feel bad. I don't want to eat them. Um, the basil's like, excuse me, what is my purpose? They're listening to me right now. They're like, she say... Did she say what I us? think she said? She said she's going to eat us. No, no, now they're really going to grow legs and come for you. <laughs> they're just going to hop out the window. Oh my god. But um, I was thinking there's like that like, the witchy tips Instagram and what have you that have, like, the daily things you can do, that might be a nice place to start as well. Yeah. I I, forget about things like that. I think podcasters... my pets is nice. (laughs) (laughs) I think podcasts are a super good place to start because you're, like, not getting a one-on-one, but it kind of feels like a one-on-one with somebody who's practicing. Um... But, like, you're getting the shortened version of material that's in a book. Because I feel like getting books can feel overwhelming, especially when you're new. There's just well, so much in there. it's expensive. That, too. Podcasts are free. <laughs> <laughs> in case you guys were not sure, we don't get money for this. <laughs> we don't get a dime. <laughs> this is not yet. This is free. 
I do feel like it's a, it's an interest, it is an easy accessible way. I was gonna say interesting, but an easy accessible way to see what your interests are. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you'll an episode to be like, oh, what's you know, what's a chakra? What is that? Click on this or like, oh, what's citrine? You don't have to buy one. Right. She won't tell it to you. Or you like you get into certain kinds of magic podcasts like Witch Bitch Amateur Hour is mainly stones and herbs. So like you get to learn a lot about herbs and then if you don't have you're kind of like, uh, eh, maybe not herbal. And try something else. Or like you get in you start listening to like the sex magic podcast and you're like, this really isn't my jazz either. Right. Come over here for spirits. <laughs> Astral projection. Don't worry, we will soon get into mythical creatures, which is my dish. Oh yeah, that's I I saw the lineup. <laughs> I feel like does anybody else feel like this? When you actually start learning stuff, it almost feels like you get away from the stuff. Speaking of, it's like you get away from the stuff that used to like get you as a kid. Like brownies and like, fairies and stuff. Uh, fairies and, and 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 unicorns and stuff like that. And griffins. Because yes. now I'm learning about like altars and like you know, burning things and shadow work. <laughs> but there's a part of me that's like I want to get back to like fairies. Right. You go away from the mystical stuff that basically started it all, and it's like serious. It becomes much less spider wick and much more practical magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that but even I tells do. you kind of, like, where where you... <laughs> How do I explain it? Because spider wick is a different kind of magic compared to practical magic. So maybe yes. you're, like, a folk witch with fairies. Or maybe you're, like... Um, what's the home? What's the home one? A hearth witch. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Anyway. But yeah, speaking of our fairy problems. I know. Some, somebody's been tinkling my bear, my bells when I go to bed at night. So. <laughs> Somebody's been tinkling my bells. Every, like, I have a string of bells. They're small. They don't make a lot of noise. And they're hanging on my door. Not, like, touching my door, um, but they're hanging in front of my bedroom door, and I'll close my door, and I'll get in bed, and I'll get comfy, which takes about 30 minutes to, like, settle down, and then I'll hear the bells tinkling, and it's like, who is that? What are you doing? Yeah. Speaking of, you can start at objects. That, too. Brooms and witches' bells and what all those do and what they mean and what they're for. Why we have them? Like, why is it iconic for a witch to be wearing her big-ass pointy hat and riding a broom? Right. So, basically, what we're saying after 40, 43 <laughs> minutes of going round and round is there's, like, a couple there's places... There's a lot of places to start. Yeah. But, like, the main ones, you want to start with the energetic stuff because... That's always going to be there. You want to start with the grounding, the shielding, the the centering, um, intuition, intention, because those are never going to go away. Those are always going to be part of your magic no matter what. 
And then the other part that you can start with is your interests or your religion. Or if you don't have either one of those that you really want to touch, you can start with the tools or the history of the tools. Those are three places that you can start. Your interests, the culture you come from, or the history of stuff, and go from there. I agree. But, yeah. But in my opinion, like, the biggest basic place that you need to start, aside, like, forget the crystals, forget the, the potions, forget all that. Start with the energetic stuff, and then the rest of it will follow. <laughs> yep. That's why you did a whole series about it. I did. I did. <laughs> And I basically just added to it last episode. Wait, no, not last episode. The in a couple episodes, I'll kind of be adding to it. So because oh, I see, I know how to read. Yeah, because it's something like I didn't know existed, but it's an important part of energetic practice. See, the, like, books, sometimes books don't talk about those small energetic practices. They just say, oh, okay, ground, set your intent, and then go do this thing. And it's like, wait, 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 how do you do either of those? You're like, hold on, take two big steps back. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> but that that's my suggestion. Start with the energetic stuff and then pick up pick up interests and stuff like that. The only thing I'll say about grounding, I feel, is that if you are not very, um, if you don't work with spirits and you're not very empathic, that would probably be the last one you do. Because you're not giving in or taking away any energy. So how about, <laughs> you, you got, you got, you, you know what, I think most people should probably start with even of the three would be like clearing. Yeah. Like cleansing. Cleansing. See, you I gotta, knew I forgot the gotta, word. You gotta get rid of your own shit first. <laughs> Because even when I think of casting a circle or what have you, that starts with, like, a cleansing. Right. Pretty much everything starts with a cleansing because you don't want to bring, oh, well, bring your negative-ass energy into it. It's in the name. <laughs> but that, that's, 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 that's what I have. I'm, I'm done talking now, <laughs> I think. Oh. I hope she finds this helpful. Yeah, I hope we didn't confuse her. I hope she just asks me the questions if if we did confuse her. If she is confused, I hope she says so. Also, as we've established like at least a thousand and one times, a skepticism is a skill I think you should hold on to because as we do this, we do a lot of the research for you on the internet so you don't have to because there's a lot of garbage on the interwebs to parse through god yeah so be discerning yeah don't use pinterest as your main source of information please not not like us very very baby witches back a year ago a more than a year ago i literally only go on pinterest for the basic ass shit i went on pinterest for the days of the week that i have i'm gonna do later but i don't use it for anything Serious. I went on Pinterest to help me find some things about centering, which is also a later topic, <laughs> and that was it. 
but I didn't I didn't even use really any of those. I used what I found through a search engine, so Pinterest is for pictures. Fair enough. I like I like to look at the nice gods and goddesses pictures. Other than that, Pinterest, I don't know about you. <laughs> you're not you're not an information center, so No. This bruise is like it is two colors. <laughs> What are you talking about again? I completely forgot. <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah. Oh. I remember looking I at I it. Said, for a second I thought you said, what are we talking about? No, oh. no. Girl, we've just been talking about for an hour. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, girl, what you mean? Um, <laughs> well, this is actually a pretty apt place to start if you wanted to. Because I'm talking about the new moon. Oh, yeah, I, I remember this is why. It's because new beginnings, brand new. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> you could well, you could fully start on this whole episode if you wanted. A. Especially if you are a Wiccan and you believe, or if you are a certain pagan and you believe in the triple goddess, you'll really want to know about the moon. That big, beautiful bitch in the sky. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, speaking so, of which, the full moon is, I think, on the 11th? I think. Yes. I know you're you're in the new moon right now. Am I? Uh, oh, it's tomorrow. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm in trouble. Oh, well, it's 12.09. I'm in the new moon now. <laughs> I'm in yeah, trouble. Anyway, it's, it's the new moon right now. The full moon is, um... The 15th, I think. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to be today, it looks like. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm a liar. The full moon is on the 22nd. Yeah, I think I'm looking at... Yeah. A week after when I said. <laughs> so, she knew right now. She will, be, she will be new again when this comes out. That's why I chose to... You know. <laughs> also, we haven't done it yet. How's it been a whole year? And I'm just not talking about this new moon. Because we we didn't want to talk about like basic stuff. The basic shit. I know. As we sat here and said, you need to start with the basics that we don't want to talk about, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> so. The moon is in a cycle, right? I already did an episode on the full moon. I have not touched waxing and waning. You can do that by yourself. Waxing, she getting bigger. Waning, she's going away. Here, I did it. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> My god. I'm not going to say it's not important, because there are certain spells and stuff you can cast during the waxing and waning, but, like, you don't have to. It's not as relevant as when it's new and when it's full. The moon goes into a cycle anyway, and um, the night before a new moon, which would be for me right now, the moon is a dark moon. It is called a dark moon. And during the dark moon time, it is the perfect atmosphere for making vanishing spells and tying up any loose ends to prepare for the new moon. 
some things you could do are cleaning your house or cleaning just your room or just your altar. You could take a cleansing bath or you can do a purification spell. But you're getting the gist. It's just about like preparing yourself for this new moon and anything you're going to do for the new moon. So the new moon is the start of the moon cycle. She's new. So the new moon is seen as the perfect time to plant seeds and set intentions. The new moon encourages beginnings. As the moon grows in light, your undertaking will grow too. When the moon starts waxing and she gets bigger and fuller and becomes a full moon, big and pregnant, so will your intentions. So a lot of people see this as a time to write out your success action list or a to-do list, whatever. I like calling it a success action list because to-do sounds tedious. Yeah, to-do sounds like chores. Like, look at all the shit I have to do. Errands. That's what, that's what it makes me think of. Or it's a good time to write out your manifestation petitions just to the universe or to spirit or to any specific spirits. So when two new moons occur during the same month, the second new moon is called a black moon. It is considerably more powerful than a regular new moon, so any seeding spells or manifestations set under a black moon might manifest more quickly. As I said before, for the dark moon about it being tying up loose ends, banishing spells, and cleansing, those are basically what is recommended that you do when the moon is waning because she's getting smaller and she's going away. Which is a perfect time to get rid of stuff, give stuff away. Anything that needs to be cut and ended is preferred during the waning phases. Whatever needs to go away, because the moon is going away. Then dark moon, then new moon, then she starts growing again. And then she gets big and pregnant. And then she starts going away again. That's the moon. Although some cultures don't see her as a she. Yeah. I don't see y'all, though. There's very few, though. Surprising. Well, not surprisingly. But. She's a she to me. Yeah. (laughs) She's a she to me. But she could be a dude to you. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Mr. Moon. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even think about I, I really thought the new moon was the on the eleventh for some reason. No. No ma'am. No ma'am. Hmm. Anyway, that's what I have, short and sweet. To the point. Okay. Yes. Well let's talk about media then. Let's get rolling right into that. Wait, let me focus. I was about to say, you, you go, you, you do your... <laughs> yeah, I was, like, doing another... I'm, I just started blue on this baby blanket that I'm knitting right now, and so I was, like, doing the things, and I got focused. Anyways. <laughs> you really just linked it to the knitting. Yeah, but I just That's haven't nice. done it in a while, and it's nice to just sit here and do knitting 
something that I don't really have to think about. So why I'd like to get into like crocheting little baby octopus for preemies. Ugh. Uh, anyway, ignore me. I don't have baby fever, but you would think I do. Okay, so what I am talking about today, which I don't remember if I've talked about it previously, but it's getting talked about again if I have. <laughs> um, I am going to talk about Teen Wolf, which not the 90s, was it in the 90s? Whatever. The 90s. Okay, yeah, in the, not the 80s version, I'm talking about the 2011 version. The this century version, not last century version. Wow. <laughs> so. Everybody born in the 80s just clicked off. They're like, wow, fuck you. They just went, wow, bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the 80s version was better anyway. Okay. Well, it wasn't a mess, I'll say that. Yeah, it's, 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 I, won't say it was, I won't say it was better, but I'll say it was not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Once they got, like, past the third season, it just became messy. They just kept adding Seriously. and adding and adding, and it's like, why? <laughs> I still haven't watched why? the last season. I wanted to, specifically because Styles was training to be an FBI agent, and I was like, yes, give me that. <laughs> I would like all of that. Thank you. Give me my dumb son training to be an FBI agent and then having to hunt down <laughs> the stupid wolf. Anyways, that's a, that's way ahead. That's a like that's the last season. So let me tell you about it instead. <laughs> so uh -huh. Teen Wolf is an American supernatural teen drama. There's a lot of teen drama. So much teen drama. <laughs> Um, you would think, if you were an alien and you were just watching our shit, you would think our teenagers were just two steps from dying because they're just in trouble all the fucking time. All they do is do drugs and die. <laughs> if you watch TV, you would think all teens do is have sex with each other, do drugs, and die. In various gruesome ways. <laughs> and that is not how it is like to be a teen at all. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Let's talk about the amount of teens that die in Teen Wolf. <laughs> you might do drugs. But, like, the other stuff, like, not even. You probably don't even do hard drugs, which they pretend like all teens do. You probably just smoke weed. <laughs> if you're doing drugs at all. If you euphoria, everyone's on LSD. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Go ahead. laughs> So it was it was a it, it was a television series developed by Jeff Davis for MTV. If that doesn't tell you about this, I don't know what will. It was on MTV. I completely forgot it was on MTV. Yep. Girl. Uh, it was loosely loosely very 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 loosely. <laughs> it just has the name of it. It yeah. Loosely based on the 1985 film of the same name. Tyler Posey uh, portrays the title character, a.k.a. main character. I don't know why they put title character, but whatever. A young werewolf who defends his California town from supernatural creatures and other threats. 
I'll just say the first season is all about <laughs> Scott figuring out how to be a werewolf. The whole first season. Kind of the second season, too. <laughs> but then you have, like, then you have Lydia's ex-boyfriend, whose name I couldn't give less of a shit about. You have Lydia's ex-boyfriend trying to figure out how to be a fucking lizard person and all kinds of things. Don't you disrespect. I like him. <laughs> he is a very handsome individual. And I enjoy him. I'm glad you do, because I did not. Oh, his name was Jackson. It sure was. <laughs> Well, okay, so I'll read you the synopsis. The synopsis is very nice and short. <laughs> it looks like an actual synopsis. So, Teen Wolf revolves around Scott McCall, a high school student living in the fictional California town of Beacon Hills. Beacon Hills is, now that I'm thinking about it, it's so obvious it hurts. They are literally a beacon for all supernatural creatures. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't put two and two together while I was watching the series. <laughs> So Scott becomes the, what the fucking word? <laughs> Whatever that word is. Um, the teenage werewolf of the series after he is bitten by a an alpha werewolf the night before his second year of high school, drastically changing <laughs> his once ordinary life. <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm trying. can't. <laughs> the bite forces him to balance his new identity with his day-to-day -day teenage life and eventually help protect his hometown, which he learns is a beacon for supernatural <laughs> Oh, I said it too early. <laughs> I'm glad they put it out. Scott begins the series as a relatively unpopular and unathletic student who lives, his, who lives with his divorced mother, Melissa, who is a badass and I love her so much. A nurse at Beacon Hills Memorial Hospital. Listen, Scott has asthma when this, when this series starts. He can't throw a ball. He can't do nothing. You look at him and he breaks. <laughs> As, Just like Spider-Man. Yeah, basically. As a werewolf, he develops heightened physical abilities and senses well beyond those of an ordinary human, obviously but he also must control animalistic instincts that are amplified by the feelings of aggression and full moons. Further complicating matters, Scott develops romantic feelings for his new classmate, Allison Argent. <laughs> Sorry, my voice went. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes from a family of werewolf hunters that includes her father, Chris Argent. Helping Scott manage his new life are his best friend, Stiles Stilinski, the son of Beacon Hills, Sheriff Stilinski. And that poor man. <laughs> Sheriff Stilinski, I'm surprised, did not die of a heart attack by the end of the series. Honestly. And the natural-born werewolf, Derek Hale. Yes, sorry. I just want Allison back. No, honestly, she was such a good character. Like, I just like... Kira. Bitter. But they did Allison dirty. The supernatural events surrounding Beacon Hills also end up affecting Lydia Martin, a popular and intelligent student who discovers that she is a banshee, and Jackson Whitmore, the captain of the school's lacrosse team who resents Scott's newfound attention and also finds out he is a, a weird lizard person. 
I don't actually remember what they called it. A chimera? I don't care. I don't remember. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it was strange. It was weird. He just burst out of his skin and he was a fucking lizard person. And nobody knew and he didn't know. Oh, that's because doesn't doesn't he get like bit by a werewolf and then it doesn't work in the werewolf sense? And he was like, what the fuck? I remember something happens. Yeah, something along those lines. As new and familiar threats emerge, Scott is joined by Were Coyote, uh, Malia Tate, Kitsune, Kira uh, Yukimura. Oh my god, why can't I say that name? Yukimura. And Scott's first beta werewolf, Liam Dunbar, in keeping his family, friends, and the rest of the town safe. What they don't tell you is all the other werewolves that show up later in the series. I think it's because... Never mind, I'm not going to say that. Because if you do go and watch the series, that would be a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) You were fully going to run your mouth. (laughs) And I stopped. You were... were I was really just going to go... (laughs) You were just going to go. I was just going to go. Um, there are six seasons oh, no. in total. Can I... We're both about to talk about werewolves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I hate, and I hate us. <laughs> um, so, like I said, Tyler Posey plays Scott McCall. Crystal Reed plays Allison. Uh, Dylan O'Brien, <laughs> which... Two seconds. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Um, Dylan O'Brien plays Styles Stalinsky, which we find out what Styles' name actually is, and it's it's uh, abhorrent. And I'm glad that they named he uses Styles as his nickname. But Dylan O'Brien is from stuff like The Maze Runner, is the big one that people probably know him from now, and that one about Google or Facebook. I can't remember what the movie is about. The Intern. Oh. Or the internship? I think it's the intern. I know. Anyways. I don't know. Um, I don't think Tyler Hecklin really plays in anything else, but he plays Derek Hale. And Holland Roden plays Lydia Martin. So those are, those are the big ones. I forgot that Malia Tate's um, actress's name is Shelley. Point being... So that that's Teen Wolf. There's a lot of drama. There's yeah, a lot of death. If you don't like gore, yeah. you're not going to like this because there is a lot of gore associated with this season. Oh man, damn. So I'm looking at the um average viewers for the seasons. So they had 1.73 for the first, 1.69 in millions for the second. I was about to say, in what way? <laughs> 1.97 for the third season, which had two parts. Uh, 1.61 for the fourth. 1.05 for the two parts of season five. And 0.47 for season six. Wow. Now, I can tell Nobody you... Nobody watched that bitch. Well, I mean... Ev- like, for season... So, stuff happens to Derek Hale in season four. And... this For the entirety of season five, the fans were screaming for to bring him back. 
well, things happened to him throughout the whole series, but certain things happened to him in season four, and in season five they were screaming, we want Derek Hale. And then they pulled some hinky shit, like Dean and Cass, that's why they nobody watched season six. Because, so, so there are those weird people who, like, really, really, really want their ship to be real. And then there's those ones who like the ship but understand it's not going to happen. And just enjoy the content that they get. <laughs> but they played some shit <laughs> for these, for Teen Wolf. They were, they were playing on people. That's why. That's why I had a zero views. <laughs> I do feel like that is not necessarily okay. Like, either do the thing or don't do the thing, but don't fuck with people. No, yeah, that's why, that's, it's another, it's part of the reason I didn't watch it, because they were trying to do some, like, hinting shit, at least in, well, I mean, they did that shit in Supernatural, what they did to Cass. Yeah, but they had that whole thing. For this one, they didn't even have that. They made it seem very, very real and like a huge possibility, and then they just snatched it and said, nah. And they were forcing a lot of romances with the male and female characters, and it's like, can you just stop? If you're going to force it, can we just not have romance? <laughs> I'd just rather it not. Like, you didn't want to put him with the one, like, the one female character we wanted, and you didn't want to put him with the male character we wanted, so just don't put them with anybody. But then you had to bring in a female character who, in all rights, should not be dating anybody or having sex with anybody or anything like that. And you put him with her. What is... That doesn't make any sense. She was a wild animal. <laughs> Literally. She lived like 10 years of her life as a coyote. Can we not? I fully agree. Because if anybody's ever heard me rant about Harry Potter... Oh... Talk about something that didn't need romance. I'm just, like, I'm sick of the teenage drama of it being, like, let's put a love story in here. And it's, like, who who asked? Like, I get that's... Nobody asked. I, I get that's, like, what attracts teenagers to shows sometimes. But, like, if the show doesn't deserve romance, then don't put it in there. They're, like, they're sitting here fighting all these different creatures, and you want to make one of their main issues, the fact that they have girl problems or boy problems. This is why I loved Lydia so much, because at some point she was just like, listen, if you can't handle me, we can't be together. You were a good fuck, but that's it. I liked Lydia since Jump. I feel like, obviously, at first people were, like, not down. Yeah. Like, she my girl. I don't know about y'all. I, I really love Lydia, and she got even better throughout the series. Like, her and Allison, I loved a lot. The only female just, character I didn't... Allison so bad! They, they did her dirty. God damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there was really no reason to do what they did to her. But they did it anyways, and it was like, listen. It was stupid as shit. It was stupid. I mean, I like Kira, and the only female character I really don't like in the group... Well, actually, there's two of them, and it's the later ones who show up. All the main ones and Kira were good. 
But I didn't... Halloween ones. And Kira. (laughs) And Kira. (laughs) Like, and her. Like, I didn't like Paige, and I didn't like Malia, but nobody asked my opinion, I suppose. One opinion I do have is my favorite season is season three, and that's when Styles gets... Well, season 3B, I should say, because 3A I'm not too hip on. But 3B, I watched when I was sick. <laughs> I binged watched it while I was sick. And I was just laying on the couch. And this was like my introduction to Teen Wolf was the first, was season 3B. So I thought all the other seasons were going to be good too. They weren't as good as 3B. Point being, 3B is the season that Styles gets um, possessed by the Nogitsune. And it's just a whole ride. I really enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's I'm done talking about that. I'm gonna like go on like a whole ass rant if I continue. I've already been on a rant. All day. <laughs> We're literally gonna be here all day if I don't shut the fuck up. So what's your werewolf stuff? I, I also brought werewolves to the party. It's not about werewolves though, but they're here and Honestly, this is the one that's about werewolves. Oh, yeah. I forgot what you were talking about. Okay. Sorry. Uh, New Moon. Because, duh. Because, duh. It's in the title. So, (laughs) if you are not as old as we are, you missed out on the Twilight craze, and, um, you missed out. (laughs) You missed out on a lot of crazes, but you definitely missed out on this one. For sure, we had an exceptional teenage. Not exceptional, that's not the word, but like an downscored. O- like an oversaturated teenage year. We had a lot of shit. Yeah. There like, was a lot of crazies had, going on. We had a lot to choose from. Yeah, that's fair. Did you want Space Doctor? Did you want Detective? Did you want Demon Slayer and Angel? Did did you want Werewolves and Vampires? It's a little bit like everything that you enjoy now, if you are young, listening to this, younger than us, we're not old. God. 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 If you enjoy everything that you get to choose from now, you're welcome. Is what I'm saying. (laughs) We did that. It started with us. Especially the book adaptations. And uh, it really started with Twilight. Harry Potter kind of, but like Twilight. You wouldn't have like Hunger Games and all of that if Twilight didn't come out first. That's fair. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, Harry Potter's kind of like an outlier. So. Well, it's like Harry Potter is a book series, but it didn't start the craze to me. Like, Twilight started it because now we have Hunger Games and we have Divergent and we have Maze Runner and we have all of these things. And I'm like, it's Twilight's fault. I digress. (laughs) (laughs) New Moon is not about a moon. I I picked it as a media because I did the New Moon and it's called New Moon. Although I will say, it says right here, according to Meyer, Miss Stephanie Meyer, the writer... The book is about losing true love. The title refers to the darkest phase of the lunar cycle, indicating that New Moon is about the darkest time of protagonist Bella Swan's life. Fair enough. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think she had she that said, much forethought for metaphor. She 
she's in her new moon phase. Same girl. So I kind of am going to talk about both the movie and the book. The book itself came out in 2006. The movie came out in 2009. That seems so long ago. Jesus, fuck. I know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, how old was I? I was 10 in 2006. It's like Twilight came out in 08. I was 10 when the movie came out. (laughs) Goodness. Goodness gracious. I remember... I remember the posters, I remember the craze. Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Oh my god, that was so annoying. I hated it. I was Team Edward. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> my mom made me like <laughs> my mom bought me stickers and stuff like that, and I was like, thanks. I appreciated it at the time, but like I also wasn't gonna put them on anything. Fair. But yeah. So you and I have both, I'm not going to use the word read, enjoyed. You didn't read two of them. You listened to them. Yeah. But you and I both enjoyed the books. A lot of people cannot say that, but we have both read them. I did read the last one, but at least I don't think I did. I don't remember doing that, so I'm sure I didn't. I remember my brother read it in a day and a half. He got it in the mail, and he didn't put it down. <laughs> And I was like, holy he shit. He finish that bitch. Honestly, he was lucky it was summertime. Because my parents let him do it. I stayed up. It's funny you say that. I remember distinctly staying up and reading the second Hunger Games book by my nightlight. Bro, I think I did the same. But let's be honest. Catching Fire was the best out of the three. It was the best. And it, I will I, I, fight somebody. I will die on this hill. I will die I on this hill. Three. Catching Fire was the ish. It really was. And I read it in a night also. God. But it took me forever to finish the last one. Oh, I didn't finish it. I have a thing about the last book, I guess. There are many at the last book I have not finished because I think I get tired and I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah, it's only if they're like super good that... I'll, like, speed through them. But by that point, sometimes it just feels dragged out, depending on what they That's do. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I remember, we're not talking about Catch and Fire, but I will say this. I remember also throwing that book at the wall. Because <laughs> I was like, no! And I threw that bitch. There's, like, it was just like, there's, like, one scene I specifically remember from the book But also, I'm not sure if it was actually in the book or if it was in the fan fiction that I read. Oh, my God. That was about the book. (laughs) Because it's the one that, the only one of the Hunger Games fan fiction that I ever read. And it was a rewrite for Catching Fire where she was actually pregnant. How it should have happened. How it should have happened. I wish it was written that way, I swear. And I honestly don't remember if the scene that I specifically remember happened that way in the book... Or if it only happened in the fan fiction. It was the scene when they were on the beach making out. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. It's been so long. It's been so long. But I, that if I were to reread Hunger Games, I would only reread that one. I didn't finish Divergent either. I 
did not read that last book. Oh my god, I wasn't even paying attention for the most of the audiobook. Like, it took me forever to get through it. And then I started paying attention at, the, like, the last... For the last CD. And we got to the last portion of the CD. I was like, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> no, I know how it ends, and I agree. I didn't read it, but I do know how it ends, and I'm just like, that's fucking dumb. There was so many ways to get out of what she did, and I was like, this was a stupid ending, but okay. You chose to do this ending, and that's... that's that's the hill you decided to die on. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Did you read Maze Runner? Um, I, yes. I read the first one. <laughs> I never read either of the other two books, and then I listened to the first one thinking I'd listen to the other two, and then didn't do that either. Because by that point, Thanks. the movies came out, and the second two books were so thin, I didn't even want to attempt they're small yeah they're a lot thinner than the so not only are they a lot thinner but the the text is larger and there's more spaces between the lines the 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 second and third book are like 200 pages or something like that 230 and then Mm -hmm. the first book is almost 400 pages long So, because the first book, he does a lot of describing of what the actual maze looks like. He goes into how they work together as a group of teens in this, in this hellhole. They, he goes into the actual maze themselves and like, there's just a lot that goes on. And then this, of course, the second and third book, which could have been one book together, in my opinion, just talk about them fighting wicked and by like i thought it was going to be interesting i thought it was going to be a different type of dystopia and then they got out of the maze and i was like okay well this is just the same as everything else so i stopped i stopped reading it damn so if you would do it all that this is the start (laughs) this is the the savage and we were in the thick of it we really were. <laughs> um, so, New Moon is the second novel, second movie of the Twilight series. As I said, it came out in 06. Stephanie Meyer is the author of all of these books. Hello, Miss Stephanie. She's not listening to this, I bet. <laughs> I could bet you a hundred bucks. <laughs> I would be floored if we got, like, an email, like, Hello? Hi, we keep talking about my book. You guys want to do an interview or something? Mm, honestly, maybe. <laughs> I mean, as as much as I'm not into her books anymore, they were kind of formative. If she offered an interview, they I'd probably be were like, successful. "Yeah, I'd I'd probably be like, yeah, let's do an interview." Yes. I I don't know if I could say no. She also wrote the host, which is my fa- one of my favorite books by her is my favorite book by her. But it's... Anyways, this isn't about that. This is about New Moon. Yeah. We'll save that for an alien episode. Yes. Yes! Yes. Okay. You got me excited. (laughs) New Moon continues on the story of Bella and Edward and their relationship. If you don't know, Bella is a regular-ass human-ass bitch. 
<laughs> Edward is one is an one hundred and four year old vampire. You're welcome. So, in this one, Edward leaves Bella after Jasper almost attacks her at her birthday party, which is fucking dumb. I forgot that's what that's what happened. <laughs> what happened was Jasper went ooh blood, and Edward said we gotta go. See, to be fair, my old, like my favorite character was Alice, so same. I didn't really pay attention to nobody else. Same. And I wish I loved Rosalie because I enjoyed that actress, but I don't like that character. Right. So I'm like, well, damn. Sorry, babe. That's this is what they gave you. <laughs> attacked on her 18th birthday Edward says we all gotta go and Bella is left heartbroken and depressed and to be fair I think people like uh, well maybe they do or maybe they don't critique that scene but after going through a breakup that I don't care about now but at the time I was like bro take me out just I'm done I'm like you know what that was an accurate depiction that's exactly how I felt I was going to say, that's an accurate de- depiction of, like, depression, because that, that's well, kind depre- of just right. how it feels. Depression in general is straight up how that feels. But I do feel like it could be maybe, like, laughed at, being like, where's the, do they just broke up? Like, get over it. And I'm like, no, dude, that is so how it felt. I did not leave my room. I was literally chugging Pepto-Bismol because I was sick. And I wasn't actually sick. It was just pain in my heart. Anyway, thank God, fingers crossed, it. he's not listening to this either. Well, if he is, would, he can suck it. Anyway. I would fall out and die if he was, like, dating a new woman and she was a witch. It all, it just happened stats that she listens to our pod. I would think that is the funniest thing. <laughs> Honestly. I'm like, this is exactly what you deserve. You're welcome. <laughs> So, when Edward breaks Bella's little heart, her and Jacob Black grow a lovely friendship, which Jacob means thinks to mean something else because he is a male. Yeah, I was going to say, emphasis on friendship. <laughs> like, literally, they were friends. She did not give a shit about anybody but Edward, but Jacob went, you know... Does that mean you like me? And honestly, I don't know why guys are like this. As I'm older, unpopular opinion maybe, but as I'm older, I'm like, Jacob wasn't even that great of a person. Honestly, that's why I wasn't Team Jacob, because I was like, why are you crying? It's like, okay, back on Hunger Games. He literally, he literally assumed that them being friends and him being a nice guy, like a quintessential stupid male thought that they were going to go somewhere even though Bella never showed any interest at least to me she didn't maybe y'all read something else but like I didn't think she ever even gave him like two inches yeah and then he and then he imprinted on her baby (laughs) 
Before so, the baby was even in her womb. Like, you fucking uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's the whole expecting something because you're being nice. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. Literally. But it, it reminds me of, so me and Raquel, we read, read Hunger Games at the same time. And, but she read the first one before I did, and then gave me the book and said, read this, because we're going to go to the premiere, and I said, okay. So I read it, and then she was like, who do you think she should end up with? And I was like, PETA, obviously. And she, and she was like, no, why would you say that? Like, it obviously has to be Gail. And I was like, he was literally bitching because she wouldn't make out with him. Why would I want her to be with a character like that? He literally just fucking complained about how, like, so you were friends with her because she has a vagina. You were hoping that was going to lead somewhere. Just say that. Because that is literally how you feel. Just be honest about it, like, damn. You were hoping to get something out of it at the end. If you were friends, you wouldn't be acting like this. Which I think is why so many people liked PETA, because he was hoping for something, but he wasn't. How do you how do you explain it? Because he was hoping for something but wasn't expecting something because he knew her as a person. Well, I think it first. I always thought Peter was like cute in the way that he had a legitimate crush on her. It's like Gail was being like a friend, like he was like she's a woman, but it's like this is my bro, and that does not make a relationship. But Peter legitimately just liked her. Yeah, there was no friend. There was, like, no friendship there, and I don't mean that in a negative. It wasn't, let me be friends and see if I can get in here. No, he liked her. Yeah. And he said so. And it wasn't It wasn't until PETA showed interest that Gail got uppity and jealous. Right, like, they were friends until the Hunger Games and, like, PETA and the whole love, fake romance thing that Gail started to act some type of way, and it's like, dude. Yeah, and he was what? like, oh, so you've been leading me on this whole time, and she was like, what the what fuck the are you talking about? about? Yeah, it was trash. <laughs> Anyways, that's what that makes me feel like. Gail yeah, was trash, but Liam Hemsworth is lovely. Fair enough. He is lovely to look at, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the Hemsworth boys, him and Chris, it's just like, wow, what good genes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways, there. I don't understand why we create male love, like, love interests that are like this. It's like, you they didn't even give you an actual triangle because, first off, she didn't want to be with nobody. And second right. off, Gail shouldn't have even been an option with the way that he was acting. See, but I feel like but I feel like he wasn't an option because even though she wasn't interested in anything and she didn't want to have kids for the specific reasons that we know about, she still kind of played with her mind about PETA. Yeah. But it didn't ever feel like she wanted Gail. No. So it's not a triangle. But people made it one, and it frustrated me. Okay, first of all, let's get this out of the way. None of these are triangles, because there's a side missing. None of the boys ever like each other. These are not whole triangles. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're and right. I like all the triangles. Somebody said this, and I was like, you're right. Oh, my God, imagine. <laughs> I wish someone did. I wish someone would. That would be... So good. <laughs> Imagine the chick is, she thinks they're fighting say, over her, and yeah, they like her, but then they're also fighting 
for each other and it's she at okay. one point she just walks in and they're making out and she's like uh i thought i was an option but i guess not well i am an ally of course but i also would think it would be really good if they weren't gay there is just so much tension there that you're like even they started to question it they're just like i don't know like i i don't like males I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to punch him in the face or fucking guys. I don't know. <laughs> it's a triangle that was unintentional because they are not gay. But for some reason, they feel they gay. They just keep looking at each other. <laughs> they look at each other across the table sometimes. Look at each other in the locker room. I can't. Ew. They think they're sizing each other up to see. Room. I was gonna say they think they're sizing each other up to like see who would be better for her. And then at one point they're just like, "Oh shit, I've been staring too long. Let's go." Oh god, <laughs> she has nice thighs. Oh Jesus, <laughs> look at those Tim thighs. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. Jacob wishes. Yeah, he does. Look at Edward and his twig ass, though. So. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, these are not full triangles. We say they're love triangles, but it's like, no, there's a full side missing. But, I digress. They're also not triangles because the other dude is not an option. He makes himself an option. He isn't an option. He forces himself onto that corner. <laughs> he forces himself onto that corner. I would fall out. I would fall out. Like, using Peter and Gail as an example, I don't ship them, but just using them as an example, I would have actually fallen out if Katniss was sitting here thinking about the whole fake love thing and thinking, does he really like me? And then she just turns the corner and Gail and Peter are making out. I would I would, oh my god. <laughs> Against the side of the bakery or something. I can't. That'd be too fucking much. <laughs> Talk about a fan fiction. You know that fan fiction exists somewhere. You know it was Gail coming down to rip Peter a new one about his relationship with Katniss and how it should be him. And then all of a sudden they're kissing. <laughs> Enemies to lovers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh. <sighs> oh, anyway. Jesus. Somebody somewhere just so, got a fanfic idea. <laughs> somebody somewhere just started writing that, yep. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, Jacob is garbage. But <laughs> <laughs> um, he helps her fight through the breakup pain. Um, and then he starts to turn into a werewolf. And then Alice comes and says, Bella, you need to come back. Please, he's doing stupid things. He thinks that you're dead, so he's going to kill himself. I don't remember why he thought that. Does anybody remember why he thought that? <laughs> Meanwhile, a series of miscommunications leads Edward to believe that Bubba has committed suicide by jumping off a cliff. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you answering my question right away. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Distraught over her suspected 
suicide, Edward flees to Volterra, Italy, to provoke the Volturi, vampire royalty who are capable of killing him, though they refuse, deeming his mind-reading ability to be too valuable. This is also, we do find out that we know the vampire sparkle since Jump, but if you really weren't sure, you can really see him sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In nice sunny Italy where he just takes his shirt off and it's like, oh god, I'm blind! No, no! Oh god! So, this is about love and lost love and miscommunication, which is my most hated thing on this planet. And. <laughs> Inspired by Romeo and Juliet, hence the whole, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. But nobody was actually dead. But nobody was dead. Unlike Romeo and Juliet, where they were really dead. Where they both ended up dead because they were special. Because they thought they were dead. Special kids. Although, to be fair, once one actually dies, that's not miscommunication anymore. Yeah. Should be completely fair. You could say it just continue if they would just talk to each other, and I'm like, well, one of them, one of them is dead, so you can't. One of them actually died, so. It was miscommunication, and they should have talked, and then one was actually dead, and now it's not even an option. But I will say, not the only, not that's not the only part that I feel like is inspired by Romeo and Juliet, but the fact that they both did it rashly. Like, Edward assumed she was dead, did not investigate, and literally just went, I'm going to go fucking kill myself. And this was like, bro, you're not going to sit on that for a second? For somebody who was 104 years old, you really just took the teenage route? He really is a child, yeah. Those 104 years meant nothing. Nope. That's what Carlisle was thinking. He was like, oh my god. Jesus Christ. This is also the moment, if you are a Twilight fan, where Bella decides, oh, she's going to be a vampire one day. Oh, yeah. And Jacob said, fuck you if that's going to happen. But it does, so. Yeah, it's not your choice, Jacob. I really disliked the fact that he thought a lot of what she did was his, like, his. He literally, like, implanted himself into her life. Yeah, like, none of that was your business. Let's be real. Why are you inserting yourself into her business? She said it. When Bella reminds him that it's none of his concern, as being a vampire is what she wants, Jacob reveals it is his business, as she doesn't understand what's going to be at stake for her and the Cullens. But did she ask you? No. And then you wanted to fuck her baby. Oh my god. I would never get over that. I need Stephanie Marr to apologize to me for that. No, honestly. Because of what? I understand everybody at the end of this, besides Bella's dad, is fucking immortal. But still, like, what the, what the, what the fuck? What the fuck? Honestly, good for him. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he was on his deathbed. He's like, thank God it's finally over. <laughs> All this bullshit. So... To tie our two together, for fun, funnily enough, some reason, we both have uh, werewolves. 
without meaning to. Neither of us meant this. Without any intention. We don't discuss our media beforehand. No. This is definitely in the Twilight universe when you learn more about all the werewolves and how it works and all of that. All that jazz. Also, you learn about the Volturi, which is like the big vampire group of people that I couldn't put up. I watched all movies, didn't fucking care about them. Nope. I'm not kidding. Couldn't, didn't care about them. They made them the big bad at the end, and they still couldn't care less about them. And it was still irrelevant. I didn't fucking care about them. But it is like, as you're wondering, like, what was the Jacob thing about his business? You do learn about, you know, the vampires and the werewolves and their agreements and who does what and all that. So. So. And then that all gets thrown out the window because Jacob imprinted on a vampire baby. Yep. It was going to be an issue. He acted some type of way this whole time and then imprinted on a vampire baby. He was like, we're going to have to kill you if you get turned and blah, blah, blah. And then he fucking imprints on a vampire baby. So she decides to be a vampire also because the Volturi said that, you know, humans can't know that vampires exist. So she either needs to be killed or transformed. And Bella was like, I'm down. You know, I feel some type of way about the fact that the dudes could still make babies, but the girls couldn't anymore. I feel some type of way about that. Mm-hmm. I feel some type of way about that every single time they do that for, like, mythical creatures. And it's like, honestly, they do it with fairies a lot, too. It's like, wow, you gotta do the feet the girl fairies like that you gotta do them dirty like that so fucking rude it's so fucking rude whatever it's like the only time to me it makes sense like succubi and incubi made it make sense and that's actual mythology right incubi or they incubate humans because in the succubi take the sperm it's like they have a system there's a whole reason they know how everybody else i don't know they got their whole thing down. They know how they wanted it to be done. They said, well, none of us can have kids. We literally have to use the humans. We are just the vessels to transport the things. So it says, if the Cullens bite a human for any reason, the treaty is over and the wolves will attack. I mean, so? I don't give a fuck about these werewolves. Can I just... <laughs> I'm not a Twilight lover, but, like, literally the whole point is just Bella and Edward to me. Like, I don't care about treaties and vampire fights, and I don't fucking care. It's all relevant in the end anyways, so. I, literally. Because Jacob imprinted on a fucking vampire baby. It's all become super like, relevant. The book starts, Bella and Edward, and that's all I care about till the end. <laughs> And they're one of the only couples that get to be together and be married and have a baby at the end. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Can we get more of that, though? Like... I know! The people getting together and we get to see their married life and not just as an epilogue? Seriously. Thank you, Stephanie Meyer. 
you at least did that for us. You gave us their wedding. You gave us their honeymoon. Like, I remember... The conception. I remember my mom was like, you can't watch this movie. And I was like, I'm literally, like, 17. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched worse. Let's talk about Happy Tree Friends for a second. (laughs) Oh, I was... I showed Elizabeth that, and I don't think she's ever forgiven me for it. (laughs) I... I found out what that was probably way too early. There's a lot of things Same. that I found out probably way too early. Same. So, the film is much the same. In fact, on this article it says, differences between film and novel, and there really aren't any, they're all minor. There's nothing big. The plot is the same. Everything happens. Everything I said happens, happens. And you, want, you know what? Thank, thank them for that, because... Right. They, they could have just gone every type of way except up. Uh, seriously. So. I feel like I talked about it briefly because, to be fair, I don't recommend that you rewatch Twilight. I mean, you can, but I like it. It's fine. Don't. Oh, my God. My uncle loves those movies. He literally does a marathon at least once a year. And I was like, why? And he was like... Because Kristen Stewart's acting is just so amazing. And I was like, you can think that on your own. (laughs) He has dead ass said that to me. He has straight up, I think, I think it's the fruitiness. It gets to his head. I don't know. I, I, I do not agree. I don't, I don't either. Well, I think what he said was, it always feels like everybody else in movies is underacting, so it's nice that it, it feels like she's showing real emotion. I was like, you can continue to think that. I'll, I'll just not watch the movies, that's fine. I do not agree with his thoughts. I don't, I don't either, but I don't <laughs> agree with a lot of his thoughts, just like I don't agree with a lot of my parents or my other uncle's thoughts, so... I mean, fair, but this is a small thing that I do not agree with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a non-life-changing thing that I'm just like, I, I don't I don't concur. I cannot agree with that. <laughs> it is all right that you feel that way. I cannot feel it with you. Like, if you ask me to have a Twilight Marathon with you, I will tell you no. I love you, but I will tell you no. Anyway. So, if you'd like to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, just searching for Mixed Witches Podcast. Our name is the same everywhere. Luckily for you. <laughs> and us. And us. You could auto you could also shoot us an email, mixedwitchespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Society6, which is also at Mixed Witches Podcast, or you can head over to our website, which has all of our episodes on, I was going to say archived, but it's like on a player, Um, and that is mixedwitchespodcast.squarespace.com. Yeah. Which we still, I'm going to put a sticky note, like, update the website. I struggle. I struggle with it. God damn it. Every day. I think it's because I overthink posts. 
like every time I'm just like, no, nobody's gonna want to read this, so I never post anything. Right, that's not good enough. My perfectionist self says. Literally, there are some things I've managed to restrict my perfectionist self from, and this is not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, hope you guys got something out of this episode. Hope you guys um, maybe found, if you're brand new, found a place to start. Um, Spark some inspiration for you. Yeah. I just had a burp. And learned about the new moon. And enjoyed our media take because we went on some rants. <laughs> you learned about our teenage years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. After that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Thinking more, but doing less Keeping score, but failing at the test, y'all Chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Chasing after that witch's brew You've got nothing better to do Cause you're sailing down Street again. Damn, X marks the spot, or is it all? Getting high, then feeling so low. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn.
start to flow And then you stop cause you're sailing down Easy street again Damn, almost within reach But out of your grasp The last drop at the bottom of your glass You're chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn.